This is a time for change. This is a time for awakening. This is a time for an unfolding of who you truly are. This is a time to evolve into the being you were meant to be. This is your time. Welcome to Men on Fire. My name is Mike Wren, a former mechanic and engineer turned transformational teacher. And each week I'll deliver an inspiring message to help you excavate those repressed inner negative feelings and install new thoughts that will finally allow you to truly become the person you were born to be. Can you believe it? The the audacity of them i i was on the phone with cra but before i even got to talk to them i was on hold for over two hours what the heck is wrong with this scenario why should i first of all why should i a canadian citizen a canadian taxpayer have to stay on hold for over two hours and then it was all because they wanted more clarification of some of what I was claiming for my business expenses. What the heck is going on? I'm a Canadian citizen, for God's sakes. I shouldn't have to stay on hold. And then, just the other day, I ordered a package from Amazon. It came late. For God's sakes, they said it was a it was Prime, Amazon Prime. And it said it was going to be here the next day. It came a day late. I don't understand what's happening with today's society. I'm pissed off. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Men on Fire here on Soul Mechanic TV and Soul Mechanic Radio. You know, the last two scenarios that I just discussed with you and, and made like I was mad about are true, actually. <laughs> but I wasn't really upset. Um, I just did that for effect. But you know, I've entitled this episode, What Are You Entitled To? And so many times we feel entitled that we should have the super service or, or get things we want, no matter what the conditions are. And you know, and sometimes when we pay for something, like for example, Amazon, they promised one day delivery, you know, it's a little bit rightly so. Why didn't I get that? Why did I have to stay on hold for so long with the Canadian Revenue Agency? I, I don't know. I guess it could be something to do with COVID. But, you know, you have the right to feel a little bit miffed about some of those things when what was happening wasn't the norm, right? But when we take and many of us do. When we take this level of anger and excitement and animosity into the rest of the areas of our life, this level of entitlement, it, it gets us into trouble quickly. Like, just think about it if you put it into your relationships. You know, I mean, you should do what I want, when I want. You know, people should listen to me. Never interrupt me, ever. You know, co-workers should behave like I want them to behave. 
Don't say the things I don't want you to say. Matter of fact, don't even speak up at all. You just do my bidding. That's what entitlement screams when you have that attitude. And it goes, let's say, into even your physical health. I'm entitled to feel great. Why shouldn't I be entitled to feel great? No matter what kind of crap I shove in my mouth. Whether it's a 12 bags of chips and five hot dogs, a bunch of beers or Cokes, it doesn't matter. I should feel healthy, right? And so what? So what if I lay on the couch for eight hours during the day and then get up and eat supper and then go to bed and I wonder why I can't sleep? But I should be entitled to feel good, shouldn't I? I mean, I watch everything on TV and they look great. They look in shape, they look happy, go lucky. There's all these ads for these uh, medications that, you know, with only 655 side effects, but, you know, maybe I could take some of those, make me feel good again. You know, and then we want to blame others. <laughs> this is all, always the thing, right? It's, of course, it's, it's never our fault. And when we get this sense of entitlement, we start to feel angry and then pouty inside like we're just you know crying for for ourselves how bad we have it right so we feel angry want to blame it on somebody else uh, anybody except us actually Th that guy at work your boss your wife um i don't know sometimes some things that aren't even ethereal they're god or the universe it's their fault I'm going to blame the universe. They didn't give me what I wanted when I either prayed for it or I visualized for a week straight for two hours a day. How come I didn't get what I wanted? I'm blaming the universe because it's not my fault. It can't be my fault. So do you see how this entitlement, this whole entitlement thing can, can throw us off track? And it's as if if we... We think that maybe when we throw a big tantrum that we're not getting what we want, that some obscure force in the universe will see us. Oh, look at Mike down there on Earth. He's upset because he didn't get what he wanted. Let's help him. Just because I have six million gajillion other universes to look after, I better help little old Mike. He's in a tantrum. No, no, it never never works and not that you aren't deserving or worthy you are deserving and worthy of everything absolutely everything that is to be had in this universe you know it's totally fine um none of us are not guilty of this we've all been through this before and had these feelings and i know for example, my parents, they came here from a war-torn Germany and became Canadian citizens and worked hard just like many, many other immigrants did to find new opportunities, to find a place that wasn't um, bombed out and, and, and broken. And they could start from anew, of course, but it was no new opportunities. It was a world full of new opportunities to them. And they worked hard, and I don't think... Not, neither one is around right now, so um, they both passed away, so I can't ask them. But I, I don't think, I never got the sense that they were 
you know, had any issues with me having more than they did when they grew up. So because they worked so hard at it, right? Um, and, and they wanted that generation wanted their children to have more. I want them to have more. I want them to do better. I want them to have more education, things that they didn't have. So I don't think they thought that our generation, the baby boomer generation was full of entitlement. I'm sure some of us were, right? Maybe at certain times. I remember pouting and crying when I was a young child and didn't get what I wanted. However, my parents were firm and they just said, no, you're not getting it. So it started really with generation, um, started to be the millennials with my children, for example, that are 35 and 33. And they grew up and we gave them so much more than what we had even. And then when they got a little bit older, we put them and painted them into this corner and put this entitlement label on them. But it wasn't their fault, wasn't their issue. It's that's what came naturally because we gave and overgave and and uh, we pruned and preened them and and kept them safe from all these bad other things out there and and we coddled them probably a little bit too much at least most of us did and you know parenting's a hard thing there's no manual on this and um, it's difficult uh, to raise children I'm not saying it's not because I I've been there but you know, we've labeled it as a sense of entitlement. But as examples, like I showed you earlier, many of us fall into that entitlement trap. But there's a way out of this whole entitlement mess. And that is to understand this one principle. You are entitled to nothing. That's right. You are entitled to nothing. If you want something, you have to create it. If I want to be treated in a certain way, then I have to create that. If I want people to uh, love me or care for me, I have to give love and care first before they'll even think about giving it back to me. So I have to create that. If I want good health, I have to create it. I have to eat some better foods, not this toxic, chemical-laden, preservative-laden food that we prepackage food that we can get off the shelves. I have to start looking for something better, some whole foods that are actual foods. And then also have to watch what I drink and then exercise as well, move my body, get the blood flowing. Those are the secrets to good health. That's the bottom line. But the fact is that you're entitled to nothing, but you do have choices. And you must understand that every choice you make defines you. In fact, you are every choice that you make. You embody and you are every choice that you make. Every choice you make gives you the opportunity to literally create your life. So you can make better choices and create something different. You don't have to make those same choices. 
Now, right now, you're just one choice away from a brand new beginning. That's all it is. Whether, no matter what situation you're in, you're one choice away from a new beginning. And the choices you've made got you to where you are today. Nobody else put you there. You are 100% responsible for what's happening in your life right at this moment. No matter what you say, or well, it's that guy, or this person, or they put me here. Somewhere along the line, you made choices that put you in that situation. And that's where you are now. But you can reverse that. You can reverse that because you're only one choice away from a brand new beginning. You know, in the universe, there's this one law that uh, I'm very passionate about. And it's the law of intention because with intention we start to think about choices so this is how it works your desire creates your intention your intention creates your thoughts and your thoughts create your choices and your choices create your life Think about that for a moment. Your desire creates your intention. Your intention creates your thoughts. Your thoughts create your choices. Your choices create your life. There's no way anyone can dispute this. And you've heard me say it many times. Thoughts become things. And that is that whole thing I, I just said, condensed. Thoughts become things. What you think about, you bring about. And once you get that, you get everything. Once you get that fact that thoughts become things, you will get everything. You have just found the secret to life and your success. This law of intention, you have just found the Holy Grail. That's right. This is the secret to your success. You can change your life you're one choice away and you have the right to choose what's best for you every moment of your life so start listening to yourself and know that when your choice comes from your most fearless optimistic most loving self your fully awakened self it will be a choice that will move you toward a life of true success but only if you create it no one else can do it for you and the calvary ain't coming you are 100 responsible for your life get that india but you can change your life with just one choice so this whole thing this whole thing called life life on earth no matter what situation you're in whole thing is up to you and your intention. Thoughts become things. Remember that. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I hope I served you. I hope this message served you. I hope you get something out of it. And hopefully you will start to put this law of intention and thoughts become things into practice and be able to make choices that serve you and realize your true 
success. Thank you so much, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Bye for now.